Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and for the next uh, couple hours, if you'd like to talk cars, now's the time. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. I want to remind you that... Um, We've been doing radio for more than 30 years. It's the same show you hear today that we had in 1988. There's a couple of differences. Uh, Number one, in 1988, we didn't have a list of the best shops in Phoenix because we didn't know any better and we didn't think it was valuable. But the number one question is, is where's your shop, Mark? And that just wasn't what we wanted to do. It wasn't a, a chess thumper kind of radio show. It was informative and we talked cars and we had fun that was it so we created the best car repair shops list where we identified shops that i knew the owners and had known the owners more than one day had known them for years and we put them in geographical areas so all that information's on marksalem.com marksalem.com and you'll also read in there that i have a five thousand dollar guarantee that if someone one of the shops is told to make a refund or repair your car and the shop says no then i will up to five thousand dollars so we have a variety of dispute resolution um, places and we use those but sometimes it's a pretty easy call for me so and typically when it's a pretty easy call for me it's not the customer it's the shop and that's happened twice since probably 1994 so the guys are good they behave themselves and you should look at marksalem.com and if you have a garage and you're happy with them stay there and if you're looking for a good new shop and you just moved into the area then mark at marksalem.com you want to put on your headphones oh okay my wife often time fly flies wing with me and um, she's been out garage sailing this morning and she keeps me under control. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Did you have fun? Better late than never. Did you get anything really cool? Oh, not really. Okay. No, not many this morning. It's too cold up here. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Anyway, 602-508-0960. We already have a caller. Let's take the caller. And say hello to Rob. Rob, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for taking my call. You my thing is I have a 2010 Chrysler Town & Country Stowing Stow and go, and probably about uh, four or five years ago, we started experiencing a failure to start, intermittent failure to start. Uh, first, we thought it was just a bad battery, and we went all through that, replaced the battery, and took it out the Chrysler probably four or five times, and times they kept it for a week, replaced a lot of things, and said it was fixed, but every time we took it back, sometime later, it started the failure to start. And it still goes on. We never know when it's going to happen. I've Googled it. Seems to be Chrysler has many problems. Many people have had the same problem with that Chrysler. I uh, just wonder if your knowledge about it can tell me anything about that problem that no one seems to fix. Um, the information you get off the Internet, it can't be further from the truth. 
um, there, what you're talking about is a pattern failure. And, you're, and we process, how many cars a year do we process? I don't know, 10,000 or so. Yeah, we process a lot of cars, and you're telling us about something that I can't call a pattern failure. But let's talk about, let me ask you some questions. Describe what you mean when you say doesn't start. It, it just is like a bad battery, except okay. if you... So it clicks. You, it clicks. Well, sometimes it, sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Okay, when it doesn't click. See, I get to ask questions here because I need to hone in and see people call in and say it doesn't start, and I don't know if it clicks, it doesn't crank, it cranks but doesn't catch, uh, it makes a whining noise. That's kind of what I need to to help you. So what I hear you say is that sometimes there's a click but no crank. It doesn't crank over, and sometimes you hit the key and nothing happens. Am I close? Exactly. And I do it when I do it four or five, six times. It will eventually start. Boom! Starts right up. Sometimes it starts up with an explosion type of a deal. Okay. Uh, All right. None of that. None of that helps me. But am it. You, you, and I, and when you say intermittent, then it's going to happen a third of the times that you start the car in a week or at 50% of the times that you start the car in, in a week? No, it's, as I say, it's intermittent. It could be uh, twice a day. It could be one day, wait a week. It does it again. It could be a month. Okay. Before it does it. Who's been doing the battery work and stuff like that? AAA replaced the battery twice, but it wasn't the battery problem. Yeah, did you raise hell with them? All the lights on. Yeah, that's another thing. I just said when <clears throat> when we start it, it doesn't smart start, but the radio will work, the lights will work, everything else will work. Okay, all right. But did you did you raise hell with somebody who sold you two batteries and didn't fix the problem? Well, no, they didn't. They re, it was free of charge. Triple A okay. came out. I did. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm used to having somebody, you know, rakes heck with me if if I if I make two efforts to fix their car and and tell them it's fixed and then it doesn't get fixed. So I'm, you know, I'm. It's okay. I'm a little sensitive about that kind of stuff. So many times and got so fed up in me. <clears throat> Okay. And ask them why they didn't have a, a recall on the problem. They said it wasn't a safety problem. Okay, again, we covered that ground already. It's not a pattern failure. A recall doesn't have anything to do with your car not starting. A recall has to do with a safety issue. And your car not starting, unfortunately, is not that. There can be recalls about different electrical problems, but again, these are pattern failures. You're, you would be one of a hundred or a thousand that I knew about that uh, the town and country has a problem, and you're not. But here, let me tell you what is wrong. What is wrong is is we need 9.6 volts to crank the car over. We only need about 7 volts to light the dash. So you've got a problem, and you have a bad connection somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but I can tell you that <laughs> um, the gray-haired guys that I know could find that. And they probably will have you participate in the repair, and they probably won't sell you on the repair. They'll say, let me try this, and then you go do that. And most of these are small things. I would say more than 50% of what you're talking about has to do with the bad connection. It could be at the battery, but it could be at one of the grounds 
and we have a ground in five or six different places on the car. So we need a ground. We need a, a negative cable to the engine, to the frame, to the core support, to the firewall. We need all of that. And if we, we're missing a ground or we have one that's been left loose by a technician, then that's the problem. So um, I would suggest you do a couple things. Stay off the Internet because you're never going to fix your car on the Internet. Find somebody who you can describe the problem and leave out all that stuff about on Google and the Internet and just describe the problem in the fashion that that I think you should, which is we get a dashboard light up. That's that's good. And sometimes it clicks and sometimes it doesn't. But it doesn't crank over. It just clicks or it doesn't crank over. So there's either no noise or um, a click. And that's typically a voltage drop problem and... Um, that doesn't. That's just not really hard to fix. Um, we had one in the other day that the gentleman had changed the battery like three times, and um, and and there's other shops out there that are actually better than I am. So they 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 had a lot of problems, and so they brought it in and we do a volt drop test, and the battery had 13 volts, but the connection at the battery only had five. So we know that we have a problem because we start at 13 and we only get 5. So you have to figure out where that bad connection was. And it was right at the battery cable that he had reinstalled on three batteries. But he just didn't know how to test it. And that's probably, I think that was about a $50 diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Because we had to run an electrical systems check first. That's the battery capability. Right. The battery stability. Mm -hmm. um, Shorts and draws. Uh, alternator idle, alternator wide open throttle, and then maybe do a shortened draw where the trunk light stays open sure. and causes the problem. So mm-hmm. that, I don't know, fifty bucks, something like that, because an electrical system's checked. It's forty five. Forty five. Yeah. So the, the volt drop test isn't going to be much more than that. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion would be is find somebody who will work off you of your symptoms, and hopefully they'll ask you questions. They'll say, turn your headlights on. And, and have your wife stand in front of the headlights and tell me, do they go from white and bright to completely out? Do they go yellow? Or do they even change intensity? When you try to start it. When you try to start it. So you're cranking it, or you're hitting the key. She's standing outside looking at the headlights. Now, the headlights are going to be white and bright throughout this process. Like I said, they're going to be dimming and not. They're going to be yellow, or they're going to go completely out. And that really helps us because there's a volt problem to each one of those. So if it changes intensity but not much, something is drawn one volt. If it changes intensity and goes to yellow, then we're drawing lots of power, but we have to find out why it's not getting to the starter. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, good luck to you. If you have any questions, um, if you have any, if you want to look at a shop, go to MarkSalem.com. Look at the, the <clears throat> you're going to look for a mechanical shop in Phoenix mm-hmm. and um, just yeah. uh Go under best car repair shops, and then you can go by city, and those are ones that we know and trust, and we know they've been in business a long time. Anyway, good luck to you. Um, we 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 wanted to tell you, 602-508-0960 is the number, so if you want to call in. We did some data the other day, and there's 43 weeks of radio shows this year. And out of those 43 weeks, we have 86 hours because it's a two-hour show. We had 545 callers in that period of time. So that means it's 6.3 callers an hour or 12.6 callers in a two-hour show. But here's kind of a a nifty thing. 
we we had uh, a situation where we had maybe six or eight callers in a show, and then all the other shows, um, which actually means 43 weeks. So we had three of them that were under 10 a show, and everything else has been north of 10 of sh- ten callers of a show, with the record being, what, 21? 21, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. yes. So that's that's 10 an hour. Mm-hmm. So if you want to jump in, you can, 602-508-0960, and I'll move as fast as the caller load is. Yeah, well, and usually everybody waits till at least the last hour, sometimes the last half an hour, and then we get, you know, 10 callers, so it's, it changes. makes it a little bit harder. And then we'll just remind you that, that what we do is this year-making model of the car. I may ask you about the mileage, and then you tell me what the symptom is. It's a vibration. It goes away here, and it's good, really bad here. Um, the air conditioning, sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's not. Um, it makes a difference if I move the switch, or it makes no difference if I move the switch. Then it's a question of, is the fan blowing? So is the air conditioning going out because the fan quits working? Yes, yes, when the fan quits working, then it, the cold air blows. Okay, good, we're not going to work on the air conditioning. We're going to look on the switch, the fan switch, and the, and the fan. The, the blower motor, we call it. So those are the kinds of give and take we, we do, and we do the best. You're making model, mileage, and then let's talk about the symptoms. And that's the most important part is the symptoms. We'll be back right after this. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? You could be losing sales by the second. Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. A full-service digital agency, providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Contact Salem Surround. This weekend, the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. We discuss with the Trump re-election team who is the most vulnerable top Democrat. Come on, Mark, you really want Elizabeth Warren, don't you? Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live, and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. 
How about who's the boss of my health? I am. <laughs> Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. 21 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock, Mark Salem and Renee Salem sitting here with you, 602-508-0960. Let me talk about a shop that's really a good shop and can fix a lot of problems. Kurt's at I-17 and Bell been around a long time there's three guys at kurtz there's jeff there's eric and there's kurt that's a three that's a that's a group you can't possibly beat it they are really good at what they do and they're all three master technicians and that's kind of like having a master's degree in auto repair Mm -hmm. so if you're anywhere near i-17 and bell may i suggest that you go to kurtz jim how can i help you this morning yes i have a 2018 kia soul with 36,000 miles on it. Okay. I was driving the other day, and I thought I heard a little click, and the tire tire pressure warning light came on. Okay. I, I basically immediately stopped, checked all the tires. The tires were 35 five pounds, uh, pounds pressure, what it says on the, uh, on the door for them to be. Okay. And, okay. uh, uh, still, after that, the lights they stayed on. I noticed when I restart start the car, the pressure light will 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 blink a a a a a few times and then okay. stay on. And I wondered what I would be getting involved to with that. Okay, now. When the light comes on, is it just tire pressure, or does it identify a specific tire? It it just says it just says specific pressure, sir. Okay, good enough, good enough. But it doesn't tell you which tire has what inflation. No. Okay, good enough, good enough. Well, one of the things that the shop should do. It's going to be kind of easy. Is they're going to go in behind the dashboard there and say, "Hey, which tire are you talking about?" Um, sometimes what they'll do is clear all the clear all the data, and then they'll put the right front on the left rear, and they'll move the tires around. But you could have two problems. Number one, it could be an inflation problem because some cars give us two or three pounds one way or another. Some of them give us five or eight pounds one way or another. But there's a sensor in each one of those wheels, and the sensor has to talk wirelessly to the computer underneath the dash. So sometimes we have a sensor that's defective, which is not uncommon at all. And sometimes we just have to reprogram the car. So the car will say, hey, 
tell, tell me which tire you're going to do. And so we go let the air out of the tire. And, the, and we say to the computer, oh, by the way, that's on the left rear. And the computer goes, okay, that's an orange one. So the orange is on the left rear. The red one is on the left front. The green one and the purple one. So we do that and remind the computer where all the tires are at. Most of the times when we switch the tires, the computer will figure that out because the front tires turn left and right, and they change um, speed, spinning speed, where the back don't necessarily do that. So that's this is really no big deal. It's just, if, and I think you're under warranty still, yes? Well, uh, I purchased it used, so I, I think there's a... 60,000 mile warranty on the engine. Okay. I would just still ask. I would just call the Kia service drive and say to them, you know, I'm a second owner of a 018 Kia Soul with 36,000 miles and I have a tire pressure monitoring light on. Is that something you'd cover? Now, plan B, discount tire or S&S tire. Okay. So discount or S&S, they have three locations on the west side. They'll do that for you. They're really good at it because that's all they do is tires. So um, a lot of times, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times the diagnosis is quick, and then they're going to charge you to take the tire wheel off, take the tire off, put a new sensor on, put it back together, and you pay for that. So uh-huh. that that's how I would handle it. Okay? Okay. All okay, right. sir. Uh, do we sometimes uh, on the rotate, like if we have a rotate, don't we have to relearn where they are, what the position is? Yes. If he had a rotation just recently or? Well, see, but the thing of it is, is it'll tell you the wrong tire. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. it'll tell you, for instance, the right front. Right. Okay. So you move, you let the air out of the, well, almost out of the tire. You okay. clear it and you go drive it. Mm-hmm. And it goes, oh, the left rear is is, is low. Then you know you have to reprogram. Okay, but okay. that's that's kind of the simple way to do it. Okay, and I'll tell you another example real quick is, is I had a guy send me an email the other day and he was having trouble with his remote. Right, and I just wrote him back and said, "Do you have a second remote?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, let's just change remotes and see if if the problem moves. Right, if it it's okay, then we got a problem with that remote. Mm-hmm. If or we have to reprogram that remote. Yes. We have to tell that engine, you look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and those mm-hmm. are the two remotes. So that yeah. happens. Okay. Gary, you're up. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. This is Gary, and uh, I've got a 2004 Subaru Legacy Outback with uh, 222,000 miles on it, and it runs perfectly except for one thing. And when I have uh, it in drive or reverse, when there's a load on the engine, at, at a standstill, at a stoplight or a stop sign, or just putting it into reverse, my idle, it, it feels like a space shuttle taking off. Um, the minute I put the gas, I have a hint of gas into it, it purrs like a kitten. In okay. park, in I, neutral. Okay, let me ask you like some questions. Uh, when the idle, w- when you shift the transmission, does the idle, and I'm, I'm unclear about the space shuttle analysis, does the idle go up a lot or does it drop a lot or what? No, the needle goes unmoved. It, it's just the the car starts to rumble like you're taking off into space. I mean, it, it is not normal whatsoever. Okay. It's rough. Is that what you're saying? Is it's it, rough? Is the engine running rough, or does the engine RPM rise dramatically? 
Nope, the engine RPM does not rise dramatically. It it, it seems like it's normal, uh, about eight nine hundred RPMs, and the needle stays steady. Um, it's just you know when when you first start up the car, it's fine. Then you put it into reverse. If you were not to move it, you have your foot on the brake and it's in reverse. It rumbles. But the minute you okay. take your foot off the brake to go put the gas pedal on, it purrs like a kitten. And the same okay. at a stop. Okay, so I'm going to change your thing to rumbles from rumbles. It, maybe the engine is missing, and so you're losing one cylinder, which would give you a kind of thing. Yeah. I, okay. I've taken it. I've had engine mounts, transmission mounts. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Um, all that stuff didn't fix it, so it doesn't really make any difference. And those are bad guesses anyway. I don't know who made the bad guess, but that's not it. Somebody needs to, you just you just need to show somebody. Um, I think what you're saying is is that when I put it into gear and I load the engine, that I have a miss. And I think what you're saying is is when you drive it, the miss goes away. And then the next time you stop or put it in reverse or drive, and we call that loading the engine, then it 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 rumbles. And so if that's the case, 222,000 miles, we just have to find out which spark plug's bad, which wire is bad, stuff like that. The fact that it smooths out is really a good deal because that means it's not an internal engine problem. So you don't have a valve float and you don't have a broken valve spring. You don't have something that's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So if it just does it when you change gears and you load them in engine and then you can drive it and leave it in drive and everything's fine, then we just have to figure out what that problem is and it's probably an, an electrical problem in the engine. And when I say electrical, it's the ignition system that provides spark to the spark plug. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. With me, my wife, Renee. And we'll back talk, be back talking to you right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey, it's me, your car. Look, don't be alarmed, but we need to talk. Uh, okay, what's up? Well, I've noticed you keep paying full price for my gas. Yeah, I mean, I'm paying the price at the pump like everyone else. No, 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 you, you don't have to pay that much. You should be using the free Get Upside Gas app. Hey, relax, man. What is this Get Upside Gas app? Get Upside is a free app that gets you up to 25 cents a gallon cash back on every gallon of gas you buy. Up to 25 cents a gallon on gas? Would I steer you wrong? It's totally legit. People earned over 10 million dollars last year using the free get upside app and it's real money back that you can 
spend however you want, fast and easy. Done. I am downloading the free Get Upside app right now. Also, I'm going to stop talking to my car because people are looking at me like I'm crazy. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TRIP for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Download the Get Upside app right now and use code TRIP. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like... Ribbit, and I saw an owl too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's a uh, pretty cool too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the mobile, the metal, the monster, the metal, the My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee. And uh, 602-508-0960 is the phone number if you have a question or a call. Uh, I have a couple of things to share with you. Strictly Diesel is up north. He's on Pinnacle Peak and I-17. He works on diesels. He also works on your cars, but predominantly he works on diesels. So he can do oil changes, and he can do stuff on your cars and your trucks. But if you've got a diesel that runs bad and you live near I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, he's the best I've got to offer you. So he, he does basically foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. And Nate's been around a long time, so he wasn't, he's no spring chicken, and he certainly wasn't in, started in business two weeks ago or two years ago. He's been around. So he's good, and I actually depend on him a lot of times to help me out with a diesel. So let's. Do we have any callers, Gil? Oh, we do. Gil, tell me who it is. Hey, you read my mind. And yeah. this caller is Hal. Hal, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, good morning. I got a uh, Dodge uh, uh, Caravan 2012. Uh, it's a great car. I love it. But recently, it has a problem. When I first started up. The uh, check engine light comes on, and but the end, but it idles beautifully. It idles smoothly. After the car warms up, it's the idle starts getting not gets really rough, uh, uh, and, and so I'm thinking that 
Well, you're asking a question that can only be answered after we fix it. So, I mean, they can tell you this is what's going on, but I think you're close. Um, the check engine light come first of all the check engine light should come on when you turn your key to the on position and it should go off within 1001 1002 if it's stand off long on longer than that then it's looking at something when the computer when you start your car the sensors have to all agree so if the idle is at 650 rpm and the engine vacuum is at 18 inches of vacuum then and the idle air control motor is number 7 then the computer has to see all of that, and your foot's not on the gas. But if any one of those is out of whack, the computer goes, wow, I don't know. So it turns on the check engine light. Now, let me give you an example. You could have an idle problem on this with an air leak somewhere. So we've got an EGR valve that's sticking open or just leaking a little bit. We've got a dirty throttle blades. We've got a throttle position sensor that's given a lie to the engine because you start the car up and the throttle position sensor says I'm 80% applied and the computer looks at the RPM and goes wow there's a discrepancy here <laughs> his throttle pedal says he's doing 60-70 miles an hour but the idle says he's just idling and he's in neutral or he's in park so this is one of those that somebody's going to plug in a computer they're not going to plug in the little code reader because <sighs> The code tells you the problem's in Ohio. It doesn't tell you what it is. So we have lots of problems with cars. And for instance, the TPS, that can be a problem. But really, the throttle blades are dirty. So you can replace the TPS sensor until we're all dead, and it's not going to fix the problem. So you, I think it's going to be something simple. I don't think this is, because here's the deal. There's a trail of information based on what you told me <laughs> and I really like that by the way so you say it comes on then it goes off then it comes back on that's beautiful because it's an intermittent problem and the computer will say here's what I'm seeing now if you can interpret what the computer's seeing you're going to be guessing but I can tell you most anybody who's an ASC certified technicians and certainly those of us that are master technicians um, this isn't going to be a problem as far as Cost. What's the diagnostic cost that uh, you can we can live with? Oh, seventy nine to one twenty nine, just okay. depending on labor. Maybe one fifty. And I think what we do is we take our price and we bracket it. Mm -hmm. So on the low side, you're probably going to spend $75. And if there's a couple of three or four different tests, including fuel pressure and EGR application, it may be 125 You have about a 1 in 10 chance, a 10% chance of this being, we found it, and it took us 10 minutes to, or 10 seconds to fix it. <laughs> so every once in a while you get the, here it is, and I fixed it for the same price. And so that's kind of, the other day we had one, and we had a vacuum line that had come off. And somebody had checked the transmission fluid and inadvertently knocked the vacuum line off. So we had a lean condition. We open up the hood, the vacuum line, <laughs> plug it back in, and I, I think we charged them 50 bucks for mm -hmm. that. So anyway, that's kind of how it works. But thank you for that, Al. Thank you very much. And you did a good job in giving me, because the most important part of that was that it comes on mm -hmm. after he starts it probably unusually long because he didn't say anything after I said one or two seconds. Right. Then he comes on later when he's driving it. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of important. That's an intermittent problem, but it's going to be easy to fix. Right. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about another good shop in the Arizona, Phoenix area's Auto Dynamics. Chuck opened up Auto Dynamics in Sun City in 1982. 
and his son now runs the joint, and he is, as second generations often are, they're better than first. And I can tell you pretty much in my situation, it's kind of that as well. So, what's his name? It's just... It just, Derek. Derek. Gosh, I'm looking at this sheet in front of me, and there's all kinds of names on it. But Derek is Chuck's son, and he runs it. So if, you, if you're if you in Sun City and you want the best shop, I think is there. North side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue is Auto Dynamics. And the phone number again is 602-508-0960, and we'll be back in a minute. Here's what you're saying about the Seth Liebson Show. I really appreciate the show. You just keep doing it. Hi, Seth. I knew after today's events I'd have to turn on your radio show to let everything get in perspective. Seth, I listen to you a lot. I really appreciate your objective approach to things. It's so much more refreshing than what we sometimes hear. I listen to your show as often as I can. You're fantastic. You know, this is smart radio, and there's very good with that. Weekdays at 3 on 960 The Patriot. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that a new plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do you, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust at Liberty. The three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. 
We absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to be here for another hour after the top of the hour. So if you have any Clark questions, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Folks, I do my best to find the very best shops, and they have to apply, and they have to fit to be within some very tight criteria. So in Mesa, I only have one shop. I'm sorry. I've done the best I could to find another one. But Thompson's Auto Repair has been on our list for a long time. They've been in business since 1970. Brian and Thelma own it, and both of them come from families who will go back to the 60s and the 70s in the Mesa area fixing cars and selling gas. So they've been around a long time, and they had good mentors with their mothers and their fathers. So if you're looking for a good shop, you're anywhere near Main Street and Stapley, just east, then may I suggest Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Good place to stop. 602-508-0960. Matea Secret, for those of you that Christmas time, you kind of feel empty. Okay, so every once in a while, Renee and I used to do the same thing. We just didn't know what to do, but we kind of felt empty like we should have done something. So, um, I don't know, what when did we start the Secret 1989, Santa? 1989, 30 years ago. 30 years ago, we started what we call the Secret Santa Club. Everybody is secret. Everybody who donates is secret. Nobody knows nothing. We've raised $205,000. But let me tell you, the best part of the Secret Santa Club is this. We take presents to the rest homes. Mm -hmm. We give... And it's it's simple stuff: teddy bears, uh, night clothes, robes, yeah, slippers, socks, sh- shaving yeah. equipment. Right. But we also spend time with people, and we ask for those people in the rest home who don't have any families, mm-hmm. who don't get visited. So we focus on those that don't really have a support system, and it's pretty amazing when you walk in and you give them this stuff that they ask for really Mm -hmm. we're giving them what they ask for blankets and 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 teddy bears and 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 stuff like that as robes yeah so we did 508 turkeys to three different food banks now this is over the last 30 years we took a lot of presents to the sick children at saint joe's blankets food for the homeless and we gave it to the Tribune, who helped us pass it out. Hundreds of presents for 70 kids in nine group homes. They're typically troubled kids, and they're typically in a group home because that's where they've been assigned, so to speak. And we did 55 blankets for the homeless, and we did six elderly people in Friendship Village. Mm-hmm. Um, we purchased blankets, robes, slippers, and stuffed animals for 10 adults in a different nursing home. Yeah, we do these churches. are all kind of what we've done over the years. Yeah. yeah. So we've gathered up 205000 Every dollar that's donated goes towards this. If we, even, if we have $100, carries over to the next year. And Mark matches the largest donation. Mm-hmm. Now, that kind of screws us up because I got some friends that are pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. They, yeah. take, they take 
me at my word. Right. So there's times that um, Renee and Mark are pitching in $5,000 because mm-hmm. we're matching somebody else's money, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And then the women, and sometimes their daughters, help do the thing. They, they perform. So it's called a Secret Santa Club. If you want to join, mark at marksalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. I just need your name and your phone number. And then we'll let you know when we're gathering money, and you can send a check in. Now, if you want to help, you can help. Mm -hmm. Um, We pick the charity, but sometimes we need help. Yeah, shopping is kind of crazy. The last few years, too, we've done these homeless hygiene bags. And to go out and buy these little sample things and then put them all in bags and, you know, hand them out, it's it's a little crazy. But... um, but we've done it, and we've had help through the years, too, so, so that's been great. We pick the charities, but then we have an army of people that help. And we, like I said, we've done churches, but we focus a lot on the needy. Yes. We focus a lot, and my soft spot is the rest homes. Yeah. I mean, that's my soft spot is the rest homes. But the kids in the group home that mm-hmm. don't have active parents, those kinds are the ones that we go after. So marketmarksalem.com, and we've got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Michael. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I have a 1989 uh, Toyota Camry Deluxe. It's a station wagon. Okay. And it runs uh, It runs well, um, you know, once I get going. But when I stop at a stop sign or put it in neutral, uh, it, it shakes a lot. Okay. The engine or whatever. And you're putting it in neutral to try to save it from dying, I bet. Um, yes, I, I have done that sometimes. Okay, fair but enough. I, you know, stop at a stop sign, stoplight, and, you know, it's still in drive and I have the brake on, but it shakes a lot. Okay. All right. And and so when you're coming up to a traffic light, it's probably intermittently died. So so you don't want a stop sign or whatever. You don't want to really do that. And you know if you throw it in a neutral and come to a stop that that it you put it in drive and it'll take off. So it's kind of a safety issue. Did I properly talk about that? Uh-huh. Okay. Um this isn't going to be a tough one. Um it it's got an idle problem. Now, I'll tell you one of the things that we fixed not too long ago is the brake application, you have a power brake booster that uses engine vacuum. And so you apply the brakes and the engine starts running bad because we've just created a vacuum leak to the motor. So we're giving it additional air that it doesn't like. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to just intermittently pull off the side of the road, pull into the Bash's parking lot, and, and I just want you to put it in park and I want you to apply the brake kind of hard and listen to the motor, then let go of the brake, apply the brake, let go of the brake. The question is, is when it's sitting in park, can you change the, the, the performance of the engine by applying the brake, one, two, three, and then let go? That'll save you lots of diagnostic money. If you say yes, then everybody knows it's a brake booster. Now, that's not going to be a cheap repair. It's going to be $300, but you just saved yourself a bunch of miles, a bunch of diagnostic money. So if you pull into the shop, you make an appointment, you say, come on out here, send one of your technicians out here. I want to show him exactly what I want him to fix. I can tell you most of the shops I know would hug you if you came in and did that because you can demonstrate the problem. 
It could also be a lot of other things. It could be an EGR valve that's sticking open because it's an 89. Um, I'm going to ask you to do one other thing. On Sunday morning, I'd like you to go out on any freeway that's close to you early in the morning, and I want you to get turn right on the entrance ramp, turn left, whatever it takes to get on the entrance ramp, and I want you to throw it to the floor. And at the end of the ramp, I want you to let go. Then a mile later, I want you to get off. And then when you go to the other side to get back on, I want you to put it to the floor. So we're going to kind of decarbonize your engine. And then the question to you is, is better, worse, or the same? So if you come back and say better, I want to tell you something. This is a true story. We'll decarbonize engines, (laughs) and we'll do that on the freeway. And it looks like a James Bond car. You throttle that thing up, it's kind of like walking a horse all of its life and then asking him to run. You're not going to kill anything, but the smoke and the carbon coming out of the exhaust of the car is embarrassing. So you just keep taking the ramp and then getting off, taking the ramp and getting off. And sooner or later, then there is no cloud of debris behind the car. All I want you to do is a couple of times, I want your foot to the floor, let go towards the bottom of the ramp. Just answer the question. Better, worse, or the same. But the diagnostic process on that's probably going to be somewhere in the vicinity of 75 to to 100 bucks to tell you exactly what it is. And then, of course, like I said, there's a 10% chance that we found it and fixed it for the same amount. So that's what I would do if I were you, Michael. Thank you very much for that call, 602-508-0960. If you have a question or a problem, 602-508-0960. I'm going to speak to the younger group, and we're going to talk about motorsports. And we're talking about Polaris and Yamaha and those kinds of things. There's a place in Casa Grande called Adrenaline Motorsports. I have been sending business to him, and I'll tell you why. There's a lot of motorcycle and off-road vehicle shops that you pay, for instance, you pay 6000 for the scooter, for four-wheel off-road vehicle. Then you pay freight of 300 Then you play get ready for 150 Then you pay dock fee for $85. Then you pay another $125 for the desert protection package. By the time you get done, this $5,000 scooter costs you 8500 bucks. Well, John at Adrenaline Motorsports doesn't do that. Here's the deal. It's the motorcycle and it's tax. That's it. That's it. None of that other what they call pack. So they pack the invoice full of dock fees. Come on. The little girl, not the little girl, the young lady punches in your information in the computer in what? Five minutes or less? So you're going to pay $100 for a dock fee for five minutes? This is the kind of craziness. But anyway, if you're looking for any kind of off-road vehicle, especially a Can-Am or a Kawasaki or a Polaris, then Adrenaline Motorsports will make it worth your time to go to Casa Grande. Now, this is what John tells me. He says that everybody we talk to in the Valley comes to his place and they buy. And they say, I was going to be really mad if I got here and you didn't keep your word to us. But I'm also going to tell you that John was number two in the nation not too long ago, over a six-month period of time. So he's moving lots of units, but he's in the vernacular of the used car and the new car. He's not ripping your head off with all those other uh, fees. Fees. Yeah. Um, thank you for trying to help me with that. <laughs> and uh, and his business philosophy is, is um, one customer at a time and make all of them leave happy. And I'll tell you why I'm talking about John. Him and I went to high school together. Yep. 
And so we're, we've been best of friends for 50 years. Well, no, we can't say 50. Hold Just on. about. <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, it, it's a long time. I can't do the math real quick, but it's, we've been a long time. So uh, we've been friends for a very long time. Nevertheless, don't even start counting on 46. your fingers. Just knock it off. <laughs> That's pretty close to 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks a lot. You made me feel really good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, you always say you have gray hair. You do. I just proved it. No, no, I do. Oh, there's no... I admit it. And and I'm not going to color my hair and make it look blue or anything oh, like that. Or, okay. You know, I'm not going to do that. But um, I think it's a... In the auto repair industry, mm-hmm. it's a mark of experience. Okay. If there's grease underneath his fingernails... And especially on the top part of his index fingers, which is where we get the grease from. Yeah. If well, you look you at their hands. don't have any of that, but oh, okay. BS, look at those. What <laughs> are those? That's from working on your old cars. Well, that's your it. Your own toys. That's true. I that's know. true. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm working on cars. I'll tell you something else. That little Mitsubishi <laughs> truck. Yes. I just fixed it. What was wrong with it? It had a rough idle intermittently. No. Yep, 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 yep. You are so I pulled the engine cover on it, and you know what I found? No. I found a split vacuum line, Uh and so I pulled the vacuum line off. I cut it an inch shorter and plugged it back in, and then I went and drove it. Yeah. And you can't believe all the people that honk their horn and wave at me. Do you think we could make it up that hill now? Yes. <laughs> <into> yes. <laughs> yes. With both of us in it? Yeah. Oh, good. We were we were going up the hill from Star Valley to Payson, and she looks at me and she goes, are we going to make it? <laughs> uh, it's got a 650cc motorcycle engine. Yeah. It's not so it's, very big. It's a four-wheel drive. It's this little bitty truck. And it's uh, the two of us were in it, and obviously it was struggling going it's up like the hill. It's like a meter Reader. Yeah, meter reader vehicle or whatever. Yes. 602-508-0960. We're going to be coming back for another hour of fun and frivolity. So if you'd like to be here with us, you certainly can. Let me tell you about Blackwell Automotive real quick. He's at 40th Street and Greenway. Tom's a no-good son of a gun. He can't fix cars if his life depended on it. He has no personality. He only has three tools in his toolbox. And... Uh, I I help him fix cars on a regular (laughs) basis. You two are the... Two brothers from a different mother. Yes, so. we are. Yes, we are. We're on, we're a tad ornery. Yeah. So six zero two five zero eight zero nine six. I got a caller, and I think I can get most of it out. Who is it, Gil? Oh, yes. I can't. Do, I still. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm less Finished than finished. Blackwell. Well, now, Blackwell's a good tell guy. Him you he were has just ASC. Yeah. They can tell. ASC certified technicians. Blackwell's a good guy. He knows what he's talking about. If you've got an old hot rod and you want to talk to somebody about it, Blackwell can do that. And he's got a good staff. And his wife works there every once in a while, and she has the same responsibility that my wife has, and that's to um, try to keep you in line. Try to keep us in line. The word keyword is try. Right. So Blackwell Automotive, 40th and Greenway, he covers the entire northeast Scottsdale area for me, and he's that doggone good. So we'll be here for another hour, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My email address is mark at marksalem, like the cigarette, dot com. Mark at MarkSalem.com, and we'll be back right after this.